I, it was four o'clock in the morning and I just did the book games drop and, and Medved like hit me up and he's like, you want, might want to look at this. I know you love this kind of old shit. And it was four in the morning and I just went like, you know, hard on this drop and I, I clicked it and not only is it an OG project that was kind of quote unquote rediscovered, I think the point made is absolutely right, which is the stuff pre the 2021 is going to be, even the 2020 and 2019 stuff will be looked at differently. But when I looked at it and said, holy shit, this is Atari Skeletors, like it also subjectively art wise caught my kind of like collectability bug. I think this project is really fucking interesting. I did a little homework. It's, a, you know, Russian dev. Like, you know, I was born there. Like, it just clicked all my boxes. And look, I really believe what I'm about to say. Now, and before I say it, what's so fucking cool about this whole world is we're still discovering projects. Like, that is, like, the best. To me, it's like digital garage sailing. You never know what you're going to find. Like, these skulls didn't exist. And as much as I love a lot of the new projects, and boy, do I do, there's just something different about these. And if this sits as the second kind of 10K PFP type thing, like rest assured in three, five, seven, 12 years from like, forget about what's it going to be worth or what things are going to be worth. Like it's going to mean something to a lot of people. And my intuition is it's not going to be CryptoPunks costs which is, means it's going to be something that's achievable. And look, these numbers are 2.5 ETH right now is already an extraordinary amount of money. Let's not forget like what the world's really actually built on. But like, there's a lot of Andy Warhol and Jackson Pollock and there's a lot of things that are not quite there. And this on paper for the 40 years of collecting I've done in sports cards, comic books, collectible toys, now NFTs, like, boy, does this fucking check all the boxes. And more importantly, look what it does. We're, we're all getting brought together. Here we are, Friday afternoon. And like, there's enthusiasm. Like, it's cool. It's cool to have a piece of history. NFTs will be here for the rest of all of our lives. And these 2012, 2013, excuse me, 14, like if you want to go into the Bitcoin ecosystem, and then obviously for some of us that are really enthusiastic about Ethereum uh, projects, there's just something different about these. They hit different. It's like fucking, to me, it's like the digital version of like back in the day when humans started finding dinosaur bones in different parts of the world or mummies, you know, a lot of us none of our families went through that era of the 17, 1800s, but like there's something special and like my adrenaline doesn't get going like this on any new mint. Invisible this and, 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 and V friends that and cool, you know, you know, cool cats this or doodles that or series to this, like none of it feels the same way than when you find something that's been fucking lost since 2018 and has a story behind it. And I'm like, here fucking for it. I'm fucking here for it. Uh, the best part was the, no joke, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm so hyped about this. The FUD was amazing for 10 different reasons. One, I was still in book games launch. I had all my collectible Spidey senses saying, this is a fucking project that's gonna matter. But I had to really first take care of my people, right? Who were having tech issues with, with V Friends book games. So I'm like, that's what I have to do. 
the FUD was also awesome because I think it brought the NFT community together. Like I got caught up in a little bit and people were like, Gary did this. I'm like, guys, I didn't. And it was pumped because one of the reasons I went into NFTs is in the sports cards world, all these people just made false accusations about me, which is questioning who I am as a man. Not a, I'm not a fucking fraud. I'm trying to be the most all time the reverse. And But there was no real way to actually document it. Some great members of our community you know, headline reading, everyone's going fast. I get it. Kind of misunderstood some stuff and said, I'm pumping or this and that and dumping. And I'm like, guys, I don't sell any of my fucking NFTs. And here it is. And like, and they were great men and women and stood up and said, oh, my bad. And like, but it just created great relationships. But it like reinforced why the fucking blockchain is everything. But more importantly, from a collectible standpoint, as a collector, it bought me the 18 hours I needed to take another bite at the apple at point four or whatever. I was like so fucking pumped that that FUD happened. So true. It's so true. And, it, and the FUD comes from, an, uh, a lot of the FUD came from a misunderstanding of how the project worked. And, um, you know, they were applying kind of this more modern rug, rug pull theory Correct. to the project because no one knew who Alex was and Alex and wasn't no one, saying and, anything. And, and, and no one knew how, you know, there was a different way to mint back then with, the open sea wallets and things like this is why it's so fucking cool. It's so early. Yes. And so early. Lou, can I just add that your space the other night? I don't use the term alpha a lot, but listening in on that and just you saying like, oh, the 13 rarity is really cool. I was like, oh, I'll go buy that thing. Uh, that was epic. And I agree about the FUD thing. It's like uh, when it when it came to all the negative talk and, and people being like, well, this guy's got all the, he's releasing them himself. I was like, well, yeah, he made them two and a half years ago and they've just been sadly sitting in of the guy sitting, sitting there in <laughs> Russia, making his, making these. And, uh, yeah, it's like, it's a really cool solo, solo story. Totally. Yeah. Um, it, it's a good point. And what I want to mention like why that is right. So it wasn't, they weren't just like sitting in a wallet, like kind of, unchecked right so th i think alex's vision was to slowly build a community the way he thought nft you know crypto art was the term at the time he made it the term to build a crypto art community he first would just give out crypto skulls on twitter for free i just want to remind people that they weren't for 20 years and if you've been following me and i know a lot i brought a lot of people into this i've been talking about refurbishing nostalgic brands forever the fact that you can actually pick up where you left off, innovate on where you left off, right? Like it's amazing what the blockchain allows for refurbishment. Do you know one of the things that I'm waiting for is the modern version of what's happening right now with Skulls, which is why I love Skulls and everything in 17, 18, 16, you know, 19 so much. In 2024, 2025, 2026, 2027, so many of the projects that so many people here love and collect right now will be dead. The founder would have given up on it, moved on with her or his life. Collectors would have forgot about it. They're just gonna be sitting there because there's too much supply. There's a drillion projects coming. There's already a drillion. And there's a ton of IP that hasn't even gotten serious yet. They're half pregnant and they're not in the game yet. Because of that, a ton of stuff is gonna hit and not do well. And in 2029, one of the things that I'm most excited for is buying the rights to some IP that is cool now. I'm not gonna use a name because that would allude to them not winning. But taking something we all know now as a top 100 project, buying the IP from the original owner, if it's even in the owner's hand, because some of these are decentralized, so might, might not even have to do that. 
But if it is, at the same time, buying 2,000 of the units off the floor in a one-shot M&A move and then putting my studio and my efforts to make that project cool. That's unbelievable. And the fact that I can build on the chain and build on the contract, excuse me, take care of the original holders. In 2029, somebody here is gonna be bought something today for 8,000. It's destined to go to $42. They're gonna think of it for seven years as a shit investment. And then somebody like me, and there's many me's, is gonna come and refurbish it like Crocs got big again. Like Champion got hot again. Like, like it, this is big stuff.